Hey, 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 it's Tad Galbert. What's up, everybody? Here we go, rolling on. It is I, Adam Facor, here for another episode of Requiem for a Tuesday. Uh, keeping with the bi-weekly schedule this time. Told you I wouldn't slack on it. You know, we're here. Making things happen. Gonna kind of... <clears throat> touch on that whole scenario a little bit later on but just some foreshadowing for those of you who are eager for the future of where your ears are about to go um first things first you know i'll plug the usual plug follow me on ig at adam.rfat r-f-a-t please rate review and subscribe to the show on whatever platform you may be listening to it on uh the more the merrier and yeah i just wanted to start with a ridiculous story um from today before i dive into any of the other more exciting things so i recently I recently sawed my headboard off my bed. Now, it's a little bit more complicated than that, but that's as simple as we can just leave it. Trust me, it was practical and efficient. Uh, (laughs) But this required me, you know, to have to remove my mattress. I had to step up in there and get the business done. You know, you don't want no sawdust up in your sheets. Um, So, yeah, I was like, okay, this is a good opportunity to, you know, flip the bad boy over. And I flipped it over, and I've been sleeping on it for a couple weeks now. And maybe, I don't really know, you you know, we're in the current time void, so I don't really know what's happening at any given moment in time, but you get the gist. Um, And it's, like, real rough. You know, like, things are, like, really poking at my back, and I'm like, man, this thing's, like, really firm. You know, in my head, I'm like, oh, it's like having a new mattress all over again. So, you know, you know, gotta, gotta break it in, right? You figure... That makes sense, I guess. I really just pounded into my head. I'm like, okay, you know, it'll even out. It'll even out. Because the big reason was also I had, like, a dead spot from sitting on the edge of it too much. It was like a little flat zone. It was like rolling down a hill, you know, almost fall off the goddamn thing half the time. So I was like, okay, let's restore this thing to its former, firmer glory. Say that five times fast. You know, I've mentioned it before, though. I I really just love putting myself in these ridiculous scenarios, basically just so I can feel the show. I think it's all happening subconsciously. Anyway, I'm sleeping on these, like, springs that are just stabbing me in the back forever. And finally, I just, like, look at the tag on my mattress, find out what it's called, and I just look it up. Like, should I be flipping this goddamn thing? Because, oh, first I Google, like, are you supposed to be flipping mattresses or is this just in my fucking head? Like, did I, did I make this up that this is a thing that people are supposed to be doing? Because I'm doing it. Okay? And it seems like it was a mistake because this is painful and I just keep dealing with it. And I've been sleeping like garbage. <laughs> and I'm just letting it go, right? So, yeah, turns out you're supposed to. Then I'm like, okay, let's get down to brass tacks. You know, there's those tags that say to not pull them off because they're illegal. And it turns out it's because you might accidentally flip your mattress. And then there's no tags on it. And that would be a crime. You know, it really hurt your back. 
Um, wow. Starting off low today. Let's hope we get to bigger heights as the episode progresses. Um, so, yeah. I find out the make and model. Get the Kelly Blue Book value. Uh, and uh, turns out that uh, the mattress I have is a single-sided mattress not meant to be flipped. So I immediately am like, oh, well, that explains why this has sucked for a long time. Uh, so I flipped it back and just did a little 180. So now the lumpy side's against the wall. So hopefully I can balance it out. I'm going <laughs> to try. But I was immediately after I laid down, I was like, oh, wow. This is what this mattress <laughs> used to be like. I, like, completely forgot that at one point it was comfortable. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'll be sleeping good tonight if uh, if that helps. <laughs> I guess uh, there's always a silver lining to everything. Um, a couple clarifications I want to get through that I realized I fucked up on, and I think I forgot to mention this, like, after, like, two or three episodes already. Uh, at one point I was, I said something where I'm referencing the movie Unstoppable, like the train movie, but I say Unbreakable, it was bothering me, you know, just had to clear that up. Big mistake. Um, another thing that may be a mistake now, like it might, I might be making a mistake right now as I'm doing it, even though I think I'm clearing something up, if that's the case, you know, whatever. Uh, what I'm getting at is, I feel like I left out a very significant story in the Missouri Files, the road trip saga. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to tell it now. If I told it already and you heard it already, I kind of apologize, but also congratulations. You're going to hear it again. It's a good story. If that even happened, which I don't think it did. Um this is what I go through. These kind of thoughts, you know. So just welcome to my world, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and if you haven't heard the story, which you probably haven't because I don't think I've told it, but either way, uh, here we go. Uh, so there was a moment driving down the highway downhill pretty quick. Um, this was, you know, on the tail end of a rather fat boy, if if <laughs> if you catch my drift, you know. A real hefty, husky, evergreen expenditure. Wink. You get what I'm talking about. Come on. It's 2020. Hey. Hey. You know. So anyway... That was happening. It was a good time. It was getting pretty intense to be going pretty quick. Was trying to drive straight. Not really sure how well that was going. I think probably looked pretty sketchy to everyone in the surrounding area. Uh, it definitely did get a hell of a lot worse, though. Because I thought that there was a bug on my neck, which bothered me. It just felt weird. You know, I felt a little, it felt a little irritation. On the back of my neck, you know. It, I definitely, also, if I told the story, I didn't tell it this well last time. I'm gonna get pretty in depth here, so it's all gonna we're talking to you and out. Uh, and if either way, I sound like a fucking crazy person because I probably didn't. So it's like, 
Yeah, and I'm going to leave all this in there. <laughs> this is me at my most vulnerable. Anyway, so I feel this thing in my fucking neck, right? I'm reaching around. And I'm like, what is that? And I think I get it. You know, but then it's just kind of there. But, like, I, I, you know, I reach my hand back there. So it's like, okay, I guess we're all clear. You know, problem solved. You know, this is what having a passenger is all about, though, you know. So I got somebody looking out. He's like, oh. I'm like, ah, you know, it feels like. And then he's just like, immediately, a scream and a lunge towards me. To which I, at least in my current state of mind, am swerving all over the road. Now, what really happened is, like... I kind of veered within my lane, but I was kind of veering within my lane just back and forth the whole time. I was just like straight up unable to maintain the car straight for about the next 10 minutes. And the reason why is because I was on fire. That's right. A way more extreme problem to have while driving a car. Uh, and I panicked. So I think what happened was, you know, an ember flew right back in the car. That that kind of makes sense. It just caught on to my fragile and thin little bandana that I'm wearing. This is your fault, coronavirus. And it sparked up into flames, burnt my shirt a little bit. And that was the little itch I felt on my neck. To which I panicked, squirted water all over my neck, shirt, face, hands to then rub around. And um, tried to take my bandana off while driving. Uh, tried to put it off over my face. And I was like, wait, it can come untied. So. And uh, then it was just a whole bunch of like realizations. Like, wow, that was crazy. That was crazy. And the reason why I wanted to tell that story. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> um, I need to figure out how to word that into a bit. And I think that's part of the reason why I wanted to tell it here today. But also because that realization of just sitting there and reacting to your own (laughs) misfortune uh, is going to be a bit of a theme today. A little more foreshadowing for the episode. Um, Also, I'm going to continue part of my intro 10 minutes in now. And uh, also, say, don't forget, we do have an email address here. And by we, I mean me. It's a one-man show so far, you know. Maybe one day I'll have a whole whole team of uh, Anne Hathaways just getting my coffee, and I'm going to spit in it. <laughs> as I was saying that, I was thinking of Chris Rock in Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back as the director, where he just screams <laughs> at the coffee guy, who I think is Jamie Kennedy. And, <laughs> God, he is just perfect. You went to film school. I apologize if that was offensive, but I don't, because it wasn't, and you fucking rule Chris Rock and Kevin Smith. Again, I'm sorry about the episode, Kevin, but, you know, we just got to be honest. I just got to be honest with you, Kevin. Okay? I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. So we got the email address, rfatpodcast at gmail.com. Throw us a fucking shout, whatever you got. I don't know. I feel like I should include it. You know, it's part of the whole branding. And uh, I know I mentioned that uh, merch talks were on the way. That'll be part of the whole grand story. So we're going to do a lot of carryover from last week. Um, Really answering all the tough questions here. 
Um, but being that, you know, I've been going with the bi-weekly lately again, which we'll touch on pretty soon at this stage, um, I just feel like there's a whole lot of shit going on in between that I can't even remember what was going on two weeks ago. Uh, I know that a big thing was, you know, the whole Kanye West president thing, and I just kind of didn't really want to talk about it. That's my guy. Look, fucking love him. Read Kim Kardashian's statement right after the South Carolina rally, because at this point, so much shit's gone on between the two of them and whatever their thoughts are on whatever. But the way she worded all of that, is probably not how she feels, but that's how everyone in public should feel about that man. And uh, it's my thoughts exactly. You know, that man is my hero, one of one of very few heroes I would consider having. And so I'm going to just leave it at that. You know. Uh, now's not the time. Leave, let's let the man, let him just leave him. You know, we love you. I'll be here, bro. I got you. <laughs> Don't forget that. Um, and then I also just wanted to take a second to highlight something that I pleasantly noticed about myself the other day. And it's <laughs> it's going to sound bad, but I have a problem with what I would consider being positively... Oh, this is going to sound bad. Uh, I consider positively stereotyping middle-aged Hispanic women. And you may immediately be thinking, this isn't going to go well. Uh, to which I will reply, possibly not. <laughs> but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, I have this weird thing where if I see like a stocky middle-aged Hispanic woman, you know, I'm talking like, but like short, right? She's like 5'2", maybe shorter. Maybe she's 4'11", you know, and she's just a little, she's glowing. She's got a big smile on her face. See, you know exactly the type I'm talking about right now. And they're just kind of walking down the street all happy or, you know, they're working hard at their job, whatever, wherever you may interact with a middle-aged mini Mexican mom. The mini moms, you know, and they just, you know, they have the sweet little voices and they're always just so joyful, so much joy. They're so merry all the time. You know, they never seem to get angry and they're just like working hard. Now, this is just an experience that I think that I had from working so many years at a grocery store. You know, there was just a lot of a lot of interaction with this specific type. But I caught myself walking down the street the other day and there was a... I was walking down, like, a busy street, so, like, you know, it has a bus route, and there I saw one of these adorable women who I just support and love so much, you know, you just want to take them home, they just seem so sweet, and uh, you could tell she was kind of in a little bit of a hurry, but she couldn't get her little legs going, you know what I mean? She had those little tiny legs, and she was like Mr. Krabs, <laughs> just, like, trying to get these little legs churning. And she just could not walk fast enough. Bus goes by. You can tell she's a little upset. I'm like, oh, this poor woman. You know, my heart's breaking. I'm like, I wish I could just pick her up and just run her over to the next stop. Um, 
And then another bus comes by. She doesn't wait. She tries to walk to the next stop because she thought she could catch the bus. She's not fast enough to catch the bus. It's a bus. If you could catch the bus, why would you need to take the bus? Uh, But anyway, by the time we got to where the next bus stop was, I wasn't following this woman. I swear I just happened to still need to be walking down this same street. Uh, You can verify it. Uh, I got receipts. And uh, yeah, so before we hit the next stop, another bus goes by. She doesn't make it. And in my head, I'm just like, wow, this poor woman, she just, she works so hard. And she has been through so much. And, you know, she lives a simple life. And I'm just like, assuming all these things just have so much sadness because it's just like oh she's such a good lady she doesn't deserve it you know she's so merry i haven't even seen this woman's face i'm just walking behind her i have no idea who this lady is you know and she was walking pretty quick you know i wasn't in any hurry so it's that's and plus corona you know i'm keeping my distance but i was very observant and uh i was like why do i give a shit I watch people miss the bus and I fucking laugh my ass off half the time because they were not ready to get on the bus. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to be prepared. You can't just like see it in the distance and then all of a sudden pick up your pace when you realize you can't catch up. You got to be in a hustle mode. You know what I mean? So I love watching those people miss it. This lady was in a hustle mode and I just assumed she was a great lady. I always assume that those ladies are just the sweetest ladies <laughs> she could have been she could have been getting on that bus to go buy crack who knows who am i to say you know what i mean it was almost wrong of me to care that much how dare she make me invested with her tiny little feet and steps man i love you tiny middle-aged mexican moms you're in my heart you adorable little angels um, yeah, and then as far as other politics go, it's all just more of a fucking disaster and just a giant embarrassment, and I really can't fucking stand a second of it. Uh, and really, just at this point, I mean, if you are a Trump supporter or anything that he's into, I mean, you are just a fucking conspiracy theorist, because, I mean, he's just lying, you know? And then you're just saying that they're not lies because it's all a cover-up? That's that's what conspiracy theorists sound like. You just deny you deny the facts because they're part of it. It's like, well, that's not how that works. So everybody just needs to stop, and we all just need to start understanding who has credentials to talk about what. Because, man, really, really exhausting with everybody thinking they know things about things they don't know things about. You don't you don't know a thing about any of the many things you think you have a lot of knowledge of things for. <sighs> See? See what it's doing to me? Kidding. I'm I'm alright. For now <laughs> for now we're all still hanging in there. But the shit with the mask and no mask, like, fucking do it. Like, uh, it's just not fair, you know. Give me a break, you know. Hasn't the older generation fucked this over enough? Now it's all this bullshit, too. It's like, Jesus Christ. Just get over yourselves for a fucking second. 
can't handle it. Can we all just participate in the thing? Isn't that what we've? Isn't that what we're trying to teach all these kids? You know, just give it a shot. Christ. And then this mail-in fucking garbage trying to cancel the mail-in, calling it fraudulent. It's proven to not be fraudulent. It's proof that it's not proof, but it's conjecture that you're trying to be fraudulent <laughs> by trying to make sure people don't use the secure thing. You want to you you want people to use the hackable and stoppable thing, which is in person. How can we stop them? How can we deny them? And then how can we forge them? It's like pretty transparent, you know, and then trying to like cancel it. But nobody was trying to cancel the primaries. That should have happened. That's when it was chaos in the streets. Bernie. I'm going to be sad about that forever, permanently. Like Bernie Sanders just got shit on by the worst options you could ever ask for. Like, the downgrade is so extreme both times. And then every it's just, it's just painful. I mean, everybody knows what happened. Everybody just, we fucked up. We fucked up. And I'm not going to get over it. Anyway, so I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. And we're going to get into the meat. The meat of the saga. I don't know what that means. Uh, but basically, it's gonna this this next little part is gonna be a little bit more story time for all you kids out there. Gonna be a bit of a long one. Might be a a lot of a bummer uh, for a lot of it. Not gonna lie. So a little bit of broad background, right? Uh, as I mentioned from day one. You know, personal stories would be included on here, as was the main feature last week for a prime example. But I did mention that it would be, like, limited. Here's the thing. A lot of wild stuff has gone down. I'll tell those stories when they become relevant at certain points. You know what I mean? Or maybe I won't. Who knows what will go down with that. But that's not the main goal of the thing. This isn't, uh, hey, look at me. I'm the fucking best. One. Uh, two. I don't want to just be like, and then I went to the store. And there was a lady there. And she wasn't so nice. You know? It's just like, uh, why why fill the air with just like general basic info of day-to-day minutiae? Okay. Uh, just not really what I'm about. Not what I'm going for. Uh, you know, the pandemic kind of threw off the guest plan. Was going to try to have more conversational stuff where more stories would have had a better chance to come out. You know, because not really going for a topical thing. Uh, things like that. So some of that's a factor. Uh, but also, you know, just trying to keep things entertaining is the goal, right? And so I feel like it would be pretty easy for me to just dive down into telling old stories and to which point I get lost on which ones are just interesting to me and which ones are interesting. Uh, so that's a line that, you know, you don't always want to blur. I mean, like, you know, I'm not going to claim to... Uh, be crazy private, I would consider myself an open book. I mean, the story I'm about to tell uh, is pretty rough. Um, like, on certain levels. 
You know what I mean? Uh, no, nothing's going to make you cry here, ladies and gentlemen. But it's kind of just like, oh, God damn it. Isn't that bullshit? <laughs> it's really just like, fuck, man. What a bummer. And that's kind of usually how it goes. I mean, there's definitely a lot of interesting things from the past. You know, definitely like getting psoriasis and puberty at the same time was pretty much a nightmare and like a big you know they're like metaphors for each other it's just like these monstrosities happening uh that was crazy you know eventually i'll get into all those you know we still got everything you know what i mean kind of still left all those alleys open so we'll get there eventually you know we got we got hell of a lot of time and plenty of road ahead of us uh so keep that in mind but uh so yeah, the the reason why anyway, to sum up why I was awkwardly clarifying all that stuff is just because yeah, I uh it's not an intentional leave out. It's just uh hey, you know. Unless I'm really really planning to go through like, oh, what are my good ones that I could come out? They're not going to come up naturally in the episode. You know what I mean? Like in in the midst of me talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, you know, the time that I fell asleep standing up at a tour or washout, which doesn't come up casually, you know, that was a fun night. <laughs> I think I don't remember most of it, but, uh, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, it just doesn't, uh, it doesn't always naturally flow in. I would like it to, don't get me wrong. I feel like, uh, we got some gems and in the vault, frankly, I was going to say, like, in the bo- in the bag, but it's so much more than a bag. Uh, but anyway, I think you get what I'm saying. Uh, so for this one, this has been an ongoing saga that has contributed to the more sporadic and... Well, not sporadic. It was just sporadic this one time, but the more spread out nature to which the show has been coming out. And it really has just been uh, a pure bummer. Um, I wanted to talk about it as the episodes have been going on, but it just wasn't, it just wasn't interesting yet. It just wasn't compelling yet. You know what I mean? Other than being just like a sob story, I wanted, I wanted that that X factor. You know, if I was gonna talk about it on the show, we got to give the people what they want, right? We got to give them a little comedy along the way. Uh, freestyle mixtape coming soon. Uh, which it just wouldn't have had it. It just wouldn't have had it. Um, I'm t- basically, just so everyone's aware, I'm talking about my experiences with the Department of Unemployment Security. And I understand your apprehension for wanting to hear another one of these fucking disasters if you haven't already read some online. But let me tell you that th- the way this culminates ends up being so outrageous you may question its validity I myself experienced and lived through what I am about to express to this microphone. And I'm still a little bit in disbelief that it happened myself. It's a remnant of my ghost poop, which I don't know what I've said on here. If I haven't told the ghost poop story and you want to hear it, reach out. Let me know. I'll get the ghost poop story <laughs> Fully into rotation because I stand by that to this day. It's the only, it's the only <laughs> aberration <laughs> I've ever experienced in my entire life. Uh, but we're basically, I'm just gonna break it down. 
from the beginning to now, just the course of how crazy and absurd this whole thing has been and how the struggle has gone on and has really just brought me down. But in the most miraculously funny way that it possibly could have. And it just really goes hand in hand with everything that happens with me. (laughs) It's just a bunch of hilariously poorly timed bullshit. You know, it's like just when you think you got it. I'm really a one step forward, two steps back kind of guy. Like that's just how my luck always seems to work. And right now, it seems like I fell backwards down the stairs. So, that's where we're at. And, you know what I mean? Like, I was, I was on a good thing, too, you know? I was, like, exercising in a reasonable capacity for me, a guy who never really did. I've kind of always been the manatee type. Uh, I'd be lounging. I'd be lamping. And, yeah, I just hadn't been doing anything. No yoga. I'd, I'd cut it all out. It's just like I just kind of laid around and was sad all day for a couple couple stretches. We just got out of that today. So who knows? Who knows what that will entail for the future. Hopefully I can keep that back up, right? But see here, we're diverging from the point. I'm going to steer it right back on course for you. Don't you worry. So we're going to go all the way back to the before four times we're gonna go to february 2020 okay long time ago uh you know a before and after scenario in the history books that's for sure february to march 2020 when everything fucking changed uh i was working a miserable job that i had hated for at least a year and hated i mean hated with a passion like I had no motivation to do anything ever. I was always just bummed. I was always tired. The hours sucked. The treatment was terrible. I worked for fucking Bezos Corp. So you can just let your imagination run wild. The specific scenario I I was into was the most mismanaged and poorly run entity I have ever been a part of in any capacity. And, you know, I mean, no knock on the one that I worked for, but I worked for a minor league baseball team at one point, and they really, really had their shit together. You would think that the richest company in the history of planet Earth, or most successful, or whatever their fucking rank is, and if it's not number one, it's right there, and it's insane. So either way, uh, the fact that they don't have any type of management skill is unbelievable. I mean... All throughout the walls. This is a whole other conversation for a whole other time, though. I could talk for a couple hours about how fucking poorly run that place was. The The story of working there, it literally was like an abusive relationship. Like, it really kind of reminds me of one of my exes, unfortunately. The one that I lived with that really destroyed my entire life. Another story for another time. Uh, let me tell you, that one could probably be a ten-part series just going through those. Um... But once it was over, that was how I felt. Felt like I got out of something. Because it was basically just like they would do you dirty. Either you or literally every single person. It was a very small faction of the company. So, But either way, they would just keep screwing you over and then telling you it was your fault or that they were sorry. They'd pat you on the back. You know, they'd suck your dick. And, you know, once every six months. And you're like, all right, all right, all right. I'll keep it. I'll keep it. I'll keep it. 
I couldn't even make it to to two years there. It was just so excruciating. One day I just fucking quit because I called off because of some other bullshit. And then they tried to call me and be like, why? And I'm like, what? I already left all that information. And then it was just a whole thing. It was a whole thing. Me and my manager got into an argument. And then the next day I called off unrelated, completely unrelated. And she's calling me at like 630 in the morning, like blah, 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 blah. This is on you. Why would you do this? Is this related to this? And I'm like, no, I gave my reasons and I'm within the attendance policy. So I don't know why you're like threatening me with any type of action. You know what I mean? Like policies exist for a reason. I know what I'm doing. Okay. I know my standing lady. Uh, And then that was it. That was just the brink. You know, I was forced to work on a fractured knee. A bunch of bad shit happened. A bunch, a bunch of bad shit happened. Just a bunch of lies and just a terrible gig. Poor treatment. Blah, blah, blah. Eventually, I was like, fuck this. I'm out. Peace. I quit. And that eventually was when I just said. So I guess you know when that eventually was. Uh, And that day, I did a bogus. I didn't give a fuck. I was like, this is it. Like, I just can't. I was like, I'm going to go one more day, and then I'll, like, you know, put it officially, like, sleep on it. And it was like, I just couldn't. I'd slept on it too many times, and then I woke up and rationalized it. Like, fuck, fuck it. I got to get paid. I can't just risk this. You know, that was always my thought. And that's not the right thought. It's not. I mean, if you hate your gig a month or two in, unless it's that bad, you know, don't get me wrong, then, you know, dip if it's that bad. Where you're, like, getting abused or something, I don't really know what scenario that would be. Uh, But, like, you know, you should always try to duke it out. I've always, you know, I haven't had many jobs, frankly. I, I work at a place and I leave because there's a valid reason. Each time, you know, one of them was focused on school, which was a mistake. <laughs> That's a whole other story that ties in with that ex-girlfriend, too. It's a doozy. We'll, we'll get there eventually. I don't know if I don't know if I'm ready to do the, the nine part saga yet. I'm going to need I'm going to need guests for that. We're going to need like a, a therapist on hand or at least a friendly ear. You know what I'm saying? Somebody with a couple beers to keep me going. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so I quit, and I was like, fuck it. It was part of my whole thing I had mentioned before. I kind of had a breakdown when I turned 25. I was like, fuck, I, I got to grow up was basically the thing that happened to me. And uh hit me hard, and I fucking got to work, okay? And I started making changes. So I signed up for some classes at Second City. I think I'd mentioned it here before. I got to go to one before everything fucking shut down. I'll get there. <laughs> Uh, and then I, this was the other one. This was the next thing I needed to do was find a new gig. I spent most of the time at my other, at my old job looking for a new one, trying to figure out a way out somehow, and I couldn't. And it was brutal, but, so this was it. This was, like, the next thing that I needed to do. Part of it was starting this podcast. It was another thing. Turn it around. We're turning things around. We're taking charge, taking control, right? Lined up a new gig, all's well. I was like, fuck it. They wanted me to start like the next day. I was like, well, I want to, I want to one, keep up appearances, but two, which is really one and by a big one, how do I get some time to chill? Because it basically lined up where they wanted me to start like right away. And I was like, oh, I was trying to chill for a little bit, you know, trying to take like a week or two off extra, you know? 
And so I was like, all right, I'm going to put in my two weeks. That's what I told him. You know, excuse me for wanting to take a little vacation, goddammit. I was a prisoner at that other place. I never had a fucking chance to relax. My days off, they were terrible because all I did was stress out about having to go back. Like, it was just consuming. It was all-consuming and all-encompassing. So, let me get a breather, I thought. And that's really where all the mistakes start to lie. But basically, <laughs> uh, so, basically, what happened was I was supposed to start the day everything was supposed to close. And for those of you who don't remember, we didn't really know. It all happened, like, pretty quick. It happened over the course of, like, four days. So... It was, like, March 11th or 12th when, like, Rudy Gobert freaked out and, like, the NBA got shut down. It was, like, right around those days. And then everybody started announcing closures like hotcakes, like, over the next few days. And so there was no way I could have, like, jumped in early. Like, we didn't know that this was going to blow up. So I was just chilling, like, the first two weeks of March. And then the last, like, four days before I was supposed to start, I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to close us. And then they did. Uh, and then, of course, I called, job was canceled. Th- you know, that's understandable, I guess. You know, it's unfair to me, but this whole thing was unfair to everybody, so blah, blah, blah. That's what kind of happened there. So my instinct is immediately, well, I better jump on this unemployment tip because it's about to get crazy for a lot of people to which I get denied they have a little interview they ignore all of that I got a new gig but corona canceled it they ignore all that part and they're just like well why'd you quit and then they're basically just like well if you quit you quit fuck you you don't get any help and I'm like oh well that fucking sucks I'm gonna keep trying though you know um, not that I was like, I'm going to stop looking for a job. Of course not had been, but obviously everything was closing at the time. So there was nothing to look for at that moment, especially anyway. So down the line, I just keep certifying, you know, every two weeks you just have to go on and be like, I still ain't got no job, bro. That's pretty much all you say. And then they're there that's when they're supposed to send out the money now i already knew that i was not getting any my letter in the mail said amount you would get this much and then amount you are getting zero so i was like fuck and then they announced that they're gonna do uh, the national pandemic assistance program right and that's like oh great cool i'm not allowed to do that Because when I try to apply, it says that I have an existing unemployment benefit, which I do not. Again, I got zero. So, you know, you're on hold three hours a day. You finally get through to someone. Now, I I tried to call every day. It was three to four times. Uh, Now, this was at, now I'm jumping around in timeline. This is probably a month into March. You know, we're into April now when I'm calling pretty consistently, April and May. And they do not want to help. <laughs> I mean, a couple of people did want to help. They did as much as they could. Basically, I was just like, hey, if you're not going to give me this, can I at least try for this? And they were pretty much all just like, no. And the people that were like, yeah, of course you should, would be like, da-da-da, I can't do anything. 
and then try to transfer me, and then that person would hang up on me, or the transfer wouldn't go through, or so just something would always happen every time. Like a couple times, the hold music kept playing once for the person I was trying to talk to, and they were yelling at me that I was playing music. They didn't even understand what was happening, which I found to be unfathomable that you don't understand that you're listening to hold music. Like, you think that I'm blasting this light jazz? No. Why would I be blasting that on the phone with you? Anyway, and then it happened to me on the phone with with someone when the transfer went through another time. And then they heard me at least... But guess what? I got put on hold for about another 45 minutes until the next person was available. And it was absolutely brutal. And I would go through this like every day. There'd be a reason to get hung up on or a reason to get rejected. One time I had a panic attack, nervous breakdown. I was like screaming at this lady. She wouldn't transfer me and I lost it. And I was like, so you're not going to help me. And she's like, you got to do this online. I was like, you can't do that online. You have to do that through the mail and the office is closed. And she's like, nah, you just go online. And I was like, well, I'm on the website. And she's like... Yeah, so click on this. And I was like, yeah, that's 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 to mail a letter. It doesn't help me. And she was just like, nope. And uh, I freaked out. That, that was my bad. I'm sorry, lady. That's the only reason I even brought that story up. I did freak out, and that wasn't fair. But you also were not nice to me. <laughs> anyway, so in the meantime, I'm still working on this, trying to get things going. You know, I got a lot of ideas, like I mentioned, you know, getting, I was getting in touch with people with for merch ideas, things like that. And I was coming up with other plans. I was getting everything in order. I had my finances set up pretty well. And we were all good. I was really lined up for success. Like I timed out the new gig on time so everything would be rolling and I'd have a bunch of funding. It would be all good. You know, obviously none of us saw any of this coming, so that's what happens. So anyway, uh, for all these people with jobs kept telling me that I don't deserve any money because I don't have a job at a time that hasn't existed in modern existence, you know, I still somehow don't count and don't matter. That just kept getting told to me in so many words, you know. All these policies, yeah, they matter so much. The policies matter more than the citizens. It's just like, you guys are fucking idiots. And it's terrible. What can I say? So a lot of people are going through the same things, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, eventually I get through to someone months later in June that recommends some things that actually worked for me. They were basically just like, hey, write up a little report on your terrible scenario that happened. And upload it. They have like a document upload feature. Someone will maybe look at it. Who knows? Probably not. But do it. All right. So I do it. I reapply. I think they said to reapply. I don't know. For whatever reason, I was like, once I upload these, I'm going to reapply. I'm going to get somebody's attention somehow. So I do that. It goes through. I had tried to reapply before for the same thing. And it just says, you know, fuck you. You already tried this. Blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, I still cannot apply for the pandemic thing. Nobody ever fixed that. Still to this day, as far as I know, I stopped trying. Maybe I could apply. Might even be too late now. Don't really know what the fuck's going on with that. That'll probably come back to haunt me, as all of the rest of this does. You know, every decision I've made along the way just keeps fucking up. Sorry, see, I told you, it gets bleak. We're going to get to the funny part of it, I swear. But the obviously, 
the middle is the worst. <laughs> That's the the climax, the peak, or the valley, depending on how you look at it. It's definitely the valley. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm able to reapply this time for whatever reason. Don't know why, but cool. This is good. Get a letter back. Again, every, everything's in the fucking mail. Also, like, they have all this time to send all these fucking letters out. Who's printing and folding and stuffing these envelopes? Get on the phone. You know? Anyway, I'm going to try not to do the ranty parts about all the flaws of the system because there's a billion of them. You're basically not allowed to contact anybody. And they're not trying to talk to you. And you can maybe do stuff by mail, but there's no other kind of confirmation. It's like, why are we doing this like it's 1984? Like, we have a better option. You know what I mean? We have, like, a direct line of communication. Why are we sending things back and forth? Anyway, getting ahead of myself. It's rough. It's frustrating. Anyway, so after that, the letter in the mail comes, and same thing, same exact letter as the first one that's like, oh, you should get this much, and then you will get this time said the same number. Did not say zero. In my head, I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do it. This will be great. Right on time. You know, me and Justice trying to go to Missouri, hence last week's episode. So I'm like, all right, cool. I can do my little certify while we're there. Ba-da, ba-da, ba-da. Get cash while we're there. Boom, pays for the whole trip. All good. Couple months of stress. We can laugh it off. That was, that was, that was a wacky time. Another great anecdote to add to my list of many personal struggles, right? <laughs> But then I go to do the certification. I'm not even allowed to. I'm panicking about it the whole trip. Because there's nothing I can do. Can't get anyone on the phone. They implement a callback system. They say they'll call me back in a minute. I was like, oh my god. The callback system is very efficient. They do not call me back for two weeks. We'll get to that. The whole, you better believe, we'll get to that. So, whatever. I'm like, fuck it. There's nothing I can do about it now. Enjoy the trip. We'll go back. Blah, blah, blah. Get back to my apartment. What do I find but a letter in the mail? The same approval letter, but dated a week later. You know, whatever. Somebody filed it twice, I guess. Fuck it. I'll do it again on this Monday. Do it again on Monday. No problems this time. I'm like, finally. You know, I thought that, you know, okay, we had the one little hiccup where it got delayed a week. Okay, but we finally got the approval. We were finally able to certify for it. Trouble's over. Nope. Apparently, you're supposed to just get your money in a couple days. I do not. What I get is, like a week later, a letter in the mail. Basically saying, yeah, you're still denied again. And I'm like, well, fuck. So this time... I'm like, we got to do this all out, okay? I'm going to do that appeal thing that I mentioned earlier, vaguely. Basically, if you want to appeal your scenario, you cannot do it online. There's just a form online you print, and you have to mail or fax. So that's why I was frustrated by the lady on the phone telling me to do it online. Nothing to do online. Anyway, 
I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to mail it to these things. If they get back to me with it, then there's something here. If they don't, then that's it, I guess, right? Because they're not going to tell me. So what else can I do? You know, keep certifying, keep hoping, keep dreaming on. Right. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to get up nice and early, go down to the UPS store, knock it all out. I'm going to mail and fax, copies, whatever, all the shit. I'm going to try it. Let's go. And it's a good day. Beautiful out. I'm up early. I think I I didn't shower, but that was okay. I was like, I'm going to get all sweaty. I'll come back and I'll shower. And I get a nice year of Vermonte, orange exuberance for the morning. Feeling like a million dollars, especially with all that vitamin C coursing through my veins. You know what I mean? And, you know, I got, I had a nice little stone going. I was buzzing pretty hard, jamming to tunes, just walking. Now, the closest UPS store to my apartment's pretty far. I was going to walk about two miles each way, I think it was. Maybe a little bit less. But, you know, that, so that's why. This was like a trek. I was ready. I've been, I've been walking a lot lately. Uh, mostly out of financial need because I am dirt out of money. If you didn't, If you didn't catch wind of that also... By the way, the issue was that uh, I have had no income since March. And uh, at this point in the story, I had not caught you up to the date. This was two weeks ago, so end of July. Uh, so, yeah, outside of a few freelance projects, you know, I've been keeping by. Don't get me wrong. I've been making a little bit. But no no steady no steady uh, career jobby thingy, whatever you want to call it. Uh, no uh, forcible torture for money is really what it is for me, usually. But none of that has been going on since February, technically, but since the whole corona thing. And I've been dealing with this unemployment thing since March. So now I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. I get, you know, halfway there probably. And... You know, also, before I get to where I'm at, let me backpedal and just say, uh, it's been, it had been rough in the meantime from March until then. The financial troubles, the pandemic worries, the then political struggles, you know, all the things that had happened outside of just this individual thing, pretty crazy enough. So then with this on top of it, and I don't have any money and it takes money to have any fun, you know, especially when the places you'd go to like get a cheap beer or whatever and socialize there for fun are not approachable, right? So like your backup cheap options are canceled. It's like, well, okay, well, I'm trapped in the house and I'm just sad and I have no money, can't even order stuff to get me by. Uh, I was ordering movies at first, you know, for a couple bucks here and there with the little cash I had, thinking everything would work out. You know, things usually work out. There's a pandemic, you know. You got to figure figure that the system is fucked and sucks, but, like, come on. Is it really just going to, like, fuck everybody over? To which I should have understood the answer was resoundingly yes. And <laughs> without question, that was uh, an error in judgment, you know. Well, lots of errors in judgment in this whole thing, thinking I could take two weeks off. And now I know. If there's a virus in another country, don't take time off and start a job right away. Okay, lesson learned. But, you know, so I'm not feeling good. Bummed out. 
sad boy trying to scrape by. Right? So I'm like, okay, I'm feeling good. Let's get this over with. Hopefully, here's a positive thing, an active thing I'm trying to do to better my situation. You know, putting the power in my hands. Here we go, feeling uplifted, trying to trying to take the power back, okay? And, you know, I'm getting all these rejection letters, and the phone calls are just disasters. They're just stressing me out. Everything is stressing me out. It just keeps getting worse. I'm like, man, this is a real shitty hand I got dealt, right? I'm just like, what poor luck. The timing of everything, insane coincidences. It's all just like, wow. The universe is telling me that I fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or it's really bracing me for something. That's for sure. So that's how I was feeling. I was like, damn, this is a an incredible stretch of just like bad luck. Like, can I just catch a fucking break? Please. Please, universe. Help me out. Right? So I'm walking down Milwaukee Avenue. Heading to the UPS store to try to get my shit together. And drops from the sky what I think must have been a very large bird's shit. It was either that or human vomit, but I looked up and I didn't see anybody like moving back into the window after just vomiting. Didn't see any birds either. Um, I felt a very hard hit on my head and then splatter all over. Shirt, arms, hands, phone, which was in my hand. And uh, I immediately, in stride, just turned around, started heading backwards towards home. I'm like, I gotta clean up, right? This is This sucks. This is very ironic and very sad, uh, especially because I didn't see the thing. It, so it's just like literally shit manifested itself out of the sky to land on me. And the universe had shit on me, metaphorically, and I had been beaten down for months. And so it was like, we got to shit on this guy for real now. And so while being angry at first and also just grossed out, I, I rubbed my head on a nearby tree, was surrounded by all cement. There was no grass, so I'm just holding all this shit uh, sitting on top of my phone, and it's on my arm, and it's wet, and it's gross. So I'm just, like, storming down. Like, I'm just, like, I can't freak out right now because then I'll just be, like, screaming because it would have been an all-out freak out. It would have been the culmination of all of it, you know? And I probably would have been arrested <laughs> or something. They would have been like, this guy's on PCP. He's going crazy. So I managed to calm down and just walk really fast. Because my biggest thing is like, I just want the wet to be dry. You know what I mean? And then it's way more manageable. So like when I rubbed my head, I was like, okay, this is like 50% off. I'm way better now. And also, I just had to acknowledge the humor in it. It would be a crime if I didn't. It would be even more ironic if I didn't embrace it. You know what I mean? It's like, if I don't enjoy how funny that is, then what's the point of me even talking? <laughs> right? Like, ever. Um, 
So, I mean, it was hilarious. I was eventually just walking down the street just, like, kind of chuckling to myself. Like, you know, when you're trying to contain a smile, like, maybe you're listening to this show. And maybe your boy right here is cracking you up and you're on the train or on the bus or you're walking through the store. And you don't want to be that guy who's just laughing out loud while there's silence around you. I understand. I was in that same boat. But me, I was laughing because I got shit on. Eventually, find grass. I wipe everything off. It's kind of dry. Whatever. So I get back, and I'm like, okay, we have to, like, I wash. <laughs> I, like, did a whole sterilization thing I came up with on the way back. I was like, all right, we're wetting all the shit clothes so the shit comes off. We're getting that out of the way first so it doesn't contaminate, uh, like, the washing machine <laughs> or whatever. I don't want this thing to attach itself to anything else. Uh, so I then... I'm like, all right, clean the body, deep clean, super scrub, get everywhere that the shit may have contacted. I think I'm good. Okay, cool. I get out of the shower. I think I hear my phone buzzing a little faintly, but I'm like, uh, you know, whatever. Probably nothing. I don't even think that that was it. Probably just hearing things. I feel like I hear phantom buzzes all the time. Uh, And at this point, I mean, it's like 1030 in the morning. Right? So I I left the house at like 9.30. So, I mean, all all this went down pretty relatively early, you know. And, oh, I also missed the dentist. I realized this right after I got shit on, that I was supposed to also go to the dentist. I had forgot. It would have worked out had I not gotten shit on and just gotten my thing done. Could have made it to the dentist in time. Had to cancel the dentist. I lied and said I got splashed by a car. It's a less embarrassing answer. Luckily, that all got sorted out and they didn't care. <laughs> but anyway, just, just to add another element to it, you know, because it's like, why not? Why not let this fuck over a whole nother thing? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and I couldn't call them. I had realized that after getting shit on, my phone was covered in shit. So I was like, well, they're going to get a really late cancellation from me. Because I'm going to go home and clean all this. So then I wash all my electronics, my headphones, my phone, my case finally everything's good i'm like all right let's relax for a second then we'll go do the laundry last step easy grab my phone missed call unemployment office boom they did call back it was about two weeks maybe more since that fateful day in st louis missouri when i made that initial call the callback system that i mentioned earlier right one minute was my eta took two weeks so I missed it. They leave a voicemail. We'll call you back later this morning. They clarified that originally you get two attempts. Okay, so I'm like, fuck. Can't fuck this up. Gotta have my phone on me. I'll go run the laundry. We'll be all good. My dumbass walks. I only get down one flight of stairs. I gotta go all the way to the basement. I'm on the top to do the laundry. I get down half a flight of stairs. We're not even at the apartment below me. And I'm like, oh, my God, I left my phone. As soon as I get back to my bedroom, as soon as I get back to my bedroom, I see my phone laying on my bed. It is lit up, and it immediately changes to the missed call screen. The second I walk in, uh, so the to sum, <laughs> to, to sum up what happened here, 
that was the unemployment office giving me their second call. To which uh, the voicemail was, uh, we tried again. Fuck you. Get back in line. <laughs> Basically all they said. Uh, and I missed my second call. And it's because I got shit on by the universe. Literally and metaphorically. Physically and emotionally. (laughs) And I got shit on and I was just trying to clean it up, be proactive. You know, not leave previously shit on clothes that are now wet in my hamper with other clothes that are already in there. That could be a mold scenario. And while you're thinking, you may be thinking, oh, you should have answered that phone. Oh, you should have took it with you. First of all, yes, those things are true. I wasn't aware, though, either time. And they were within 20 minutes of each other. So I had to wait two weeks cause they for their 20-minute window. Right? Because they say you need to be available Monday through Friday from 7 to 7. But then both of the calls that I get are within 20 minutes. It's just like, how is that fair to anybody? And then there's nothing I can do. You know what I mean? So I I literally just like sat in a chair and just like kept thinking about it. And just how like microscopically close I was to just getting that phone call. Because also, just for another reference, apparently the callback system has been very effective to those who answer the phone. (laughs) Apparently, they've been helping people out like fucking crazy. I missed my calls. Had to wait till the next day to sign up again. Now we're just waiting and seeing all over again. Right back to where I was at. So I just had to share that. It was just too much. It was just too much to take in. So we're still fighting the good fight. You know, I'm sure there's some details in there that I left out. But. I mean, it's just like, I had to do my laundry, and I had to shower. It's just like, if I don't get shit on, all I am is at the UPS store. I got my phone in my hand. Like, we're good. And I'll be like, yeah, I actually just mailed and faxed that shit. Go check your fax machine right now. You know? That would have been, like, cosmically awesome. And the fun, the funniest thought I had to myself was like, I I I was like ironically doing Joaquin Phoenix. I was like, I used to think of my life as a tragedy, <laughs> but now it's a comedy. That's for sure. Like that that's how I knew for sure. It's like okay, you're you're doing the right stuff here. You know what I mean? If shit like this is going on, <laughs> there's no way that you're in the wrong spot. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's really all I got. Just wanted to tell the, the shit on story. Cause you think, you think you've been getting shit on. I got shit on every way imaginable. And just the level of irony at each level of it. Like, you know, I could have just started that gig early. Like they wanted me to, and none of this would have happened. They could have done all these little blah, blah, blahs. It would have been just slightly easier. Or possibly significantly. Who knows? 
And that's just usually how it goes. But usually I have myself to blame for those tiny little decisions. And I can analyze those and just be like, damn, that's fucking crazy. But now this time, there was divine fecal intervention. Just phenomenal. Uh, So, yeah. That kind of explains what's been going on. So because of all of those variety of reasons and the things that are involved... With all of that, the emotions and the finances and the all that. That's kind of why we're going bi-weekly. That's kind of why I said uh, we'll see, basically, on the merchandise. Should be coming if I can, uh, you know, it'll be coming. That's all I can say for now. We're going to see how it all plays out. Um... Because also, so just to clarify, the if I went weekly, I just feel like it would be lackluster. It's not like, oh, I can't get out of bed. This is devastating. Uh, it's really just, it's hard to come up with the spirit to do it every single week and keep it good, right? I'm just on quality control right now. Because with nothing going on, there's nothing to talk about. So it's a dual issue. Just want to clarify that. Um, it I was not uh, holding back when in admitting that earlier in prior episodes. I mean, there's just nothing going on and it's brutal. However, the NBA being back is fucking awesome and they look great. Just not really talking about it because it's only really been on cable and I haven't really been able to watch it. But from what I've seen, it looks fucking awesome. I'm glad to have it back. I hope that more of these games are on, f- on Antenna or just ESPN Plus so I can just watch this shit. It's like you're at fucking Disney World. Put it on ESPN Plus with your Disney Plus package. Why are y'all making this shit so exclusive? Do you understand what your ratings could be? It's crazy. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think that's all I got for you. <laughs> Uh, so let me just run through the plugs one more time. You can follow me on Instagram at adam.rfat, R-F-A-T, link in bio. Takes you to all the goodies that I may have across the board. I also redid the Instagram uh, highlights to include a little bit of graphic design stuff. Uh, pretty much because my graphic design website that I made is a pain in the ass to maintain, which is why using... Like a Squarespace type thing is more efficient. You can just upload things a whole lot easier. And uh, that thing's way out of date. So I kind of made the Instagram highlights, the updated stuff that I could. That I could. And reach out to the podcast at artfatpodcast at gmail.com. Rate, review, subscribe. And remember, I are fat. You are fat. We are fat. Calculator, ladies and gentlemen. See you next time. I won't see you. We're not doing video. That wasn't a hint. Goodbye.